0: this morning or this this morning this evening nugget a bad attitude a bad attitude is like a flat tire a bad attitude is like a flat tire you can't go anywhere You can't go anywhere. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it. Okay, that's your nugget for... So, when you see somebody with a bad attitude, tell them to change their tire. Okay, uh, turn with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we look to your word, there's going to be excitement in the camp, Father God, that uh, we get to hear the word, and Father God, we're thanking you already ahead of time that your Holy Spirit opened our eyes of understanding to uh, gain a great deal more, Father God, than that which we hear with our ears, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, the book of Proverbs, as everyone knows, is a book of wisdom and instruction. Amen. So find Proverbs chapter 4. That's Proverbs chapter 4. Looking at verse 23, we will read from the King James first. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Glory to God from the amplified verse 23 keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard for out of it flow the springs of life and from the NIV it reads above all else guard your heart for it is a wellspring of life so we need we're told here to guard our hearts okay much of our fears uh, confusion and failures are a result from not understanding or our, in- our reason to reject the word. Okay? Much of our fears, confusion, and failures are a result of our not understanding or our rejection of the truth that's proclaimed here. Okay? I'll put it that way. Uh, guarding our heart is, a, is critical to experiencing all that God desires for our life. It's critical. A single failure will, will affect all the areas of our life. Uh, let me give you an example. Hanging around with the wrong crowd. Or dabbling in sexual sin or being undisciplined in behavior. All those things will be detrimental to our heart. Uh, The Bible tells of men that have failed to guard their hearts and the results that took place in their lives. Uh, Such notable individuals as Lot, Abraham's nephew. Uh, He thought he had a good thing going, going to the best place, but uh, he lost out. The prophet Eli, he was in ch- or the priest Eli, he was in charge of the, the, the church, but he didn't control his uh, sons. He didn't, didn't turn out too good. And then, of course, there was Samson. Uh. He got in the wrong crowd and, and uh, started chasing the, <laughs> the wrong girl uh, and lost his hair. And then we have King Saul who uh, decided that uh, he couldn't wait for Samuel any longer and he decided to take things in his own hands. Um, Then we even have David, uh, the man after God's own heart, it says. um, He suffered a great loss. Um, So all these men... of God had an anointing upon them, but each failed to guard their heart. That's what we're going to look at tonight. Guarding your heart, if you want to have a title. Guarding your heart. Um, now, let's, let's go back to Proverbs 4 now, and we're going to start with verse 20, because I want you to look at, listen to the urgency that's, that's, uh, and the seriousness that he's talking about, or that he conveys here. My son, attend to my words; incline thy ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes; keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life to those that find them, and health to their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So it's it's important that we guard our heart. Okay, Uh, the ability to determine. And choose good and bad, right from wrong, is the ability to, dis, to discern. Amen. OK. Uh, a, baby, a baby, a toddler, or a small child lacks discernment. I mean, you put a baby down there, and they see a marble on the floor, and first thing it's, knowing, it's in their mouth. You let them go outside, crawl on the grass, they got, they're eating worms, or a caterpillar. You you ever seen one of those kids pick up a caterpillar? That green juice coming? I mean, that was terrible. But they don't. (laughs) No discernment. I mean, they. So, with that same discernment, discerning, discerning, there's many adults that lack this characteristic about their own heart. Okay, and. You'll see, you'll hear. Um, they're deceived to let just about anything into their lives. I mean, you know, well, I could do this. You know, but They're not listening to the heart. They're not, not guarding their heart, okay? Um, when we fail to watch the heart, we suffer a loss. And uh, I think we can all agree that each and every one of us have lost something down the line because we didn't guard our heart on something. Um, we won't go there where you've lost it or where I've lost it. But, you know, it's when you lose something, it really hurts. You know. um, so we're going to look at some principles for guarding a heart. Number one, we must recognize the treasure of our heart. We must recognize the treasure of our heart. And uh, looking at that uh, uh, verse 23 again in Proverbs from the NIV, above all, above all, above all, or uh, above all else, I should say, above all else it says. Okay, glory to God. This is a priority above all else because it, is, it brings forth the wellspring of life. Above all else. This is the top priority that we need. This is telling us there's nothing more important than guarding our heart. Because once the enemy gets in there, you you have a rough time, because he'll build a stronghold there. The enemy's ruthless. John 10.10, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And when he finds something so important So essential, so significant, so crucial, and so vital that it's not guarded. It's an open invitation to him to bring his destructive ways into our lives. So we need to guard our heart. Okay. To experience the fullness of faith and to partake in the blessings of God, we must recognize the treasure of the heart. Your heart is a treasure, what you put in there. This is the foundation we build upon, the heart. It's the core. It's the center. It's the lifeblood. And it's the crucial apex to life, your heart. It says, above all, guard your heart. Glory to God. So to guard a heart is the most important thing than anything else so what's the most important thing than anything else guard your heart because what you put in it should it should be a treasure okay and the enemy wants to put his trash in there we'll talk about trash in a little bit alongside your treasure you know When you have a treasure, when something is stolen, we'll, we'll go back to the old days they had the, sh- the pirates. They got the treasure and they took it out. They dug a hole in it. You know, they, they show it burying the treasure. They put, put trash over. You can't see it any longer. Well, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to bury your treasure with his trash where you can't find it. And if you know... <laughs> I'll put it this way. If we took something valuable valuable of your valuable of yours to the county dump out here and we just dug a hole and stuck it in there, what are you gonna smell when you go out to find your treasure? Ugh. I guess none of you ever been out there. Let me put it this way. You know where Black Road is? They got the waste management out there. Everybody drive past the waste management. What if we put your treasure in that? Would you like to go digging or fishing or diving for that treasure? No, but it's your treasure. But see that's what the enemy does if we don't guard our heart which is a treasure he put he wants to put his trash in there sewage on our treasure so you don't want to use it anymore that's why we need the water yeah. the washing of the word to remove that trash okay that debris okay to guard our heart is the most important thing than anything else Okay, let's turn, let's uh, now turn to the book of Mark chapter 12. Let's see what uh, Jesus says. Mark 12, verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. So we need to... So it's the thing in your heart that we're supposed to love the Lord our God, and Jesus also revealed things that come out of the heart can defile a man. So let's back up to Matthew chapter fifteen. See, there's there's a good thing that we just Jesus said about the heart. Now let's find out what he says about the heart in chapter fifteen of Matthew. Oh, see what I, I didn't write it down. See, verse nineteen. This is what Jesus said: For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile the man. Amen. But eat to eat the un- un- Well, Forget about that part. But these are the things that defile a man. So, I got to. So the heart can be good, or it can have trash in it. Hello. You know, many Christians are unaware that they have defiled themselves with trash, <laughs> to put it that way, because they have not guarded or prevented. The strikes of Satan coming into them or upon them. Okay. Uh, Jesus also taught. Let's go into Luke chapter 12 this time. Luke chapter 12. I know we're bouncing around a little bit. In Luke chapter 12. Oh boy. I wrote this one down wrong. Huh? Well, someplace in Luke 12, let me see. Jesus says, For where your treasure is, there, there is your heart. Your heart will also be. So it's someplace in there you can read it. <laughs> I didn't put the right scripture on it, but I got Luke 12. Maybe I maybe got it wrong. Okay. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So far too many Christians. 34. 24. 34. 34. Thank you, Paul. 34. There are far too many Christians that have laid, buried, worldly treasure in their hearts. And when you bury that worldly treasure in your heart, you depose godly values in your life. Um, What are we thinking when we put... Worldly things above god- godly values. We have dethroned God and put him second place. And he says, don't put any other gods before me. So we need to guard our heart because our heart is what's going to control things here. Psalms 119 and Psalms 119 And we will look at verse 11. It says, "I have hid thy, I have hid in my heart that I might, pardon me, the thy word have I hid my heart that I might not sin against thee." That's heavy. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Why is it so? Or why is this so? God evaluates the heart of man. He doesn't look on the outside. He he evaluates the heart of a man. So we need to hide the word in our heart. Um, Turn with me back to, not back to, Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, and we will prove this. That's 1 Samuel chapter 16, and looking at verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Look not on his countenance, or on his height, or his stature, because I refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For, the Lord, for, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. So God is looking on our heart. And he's, that's why it says in Proverbs that we need to guard our heart because what, God's going to look at what, what you've got in your heart. And if we're not protecting that heart, trash comes in. It's like a computer. Trash, uh, trash in, trash comes out. You put good stuff in your computer, you know, and you don't get any viruses. <laughs> you, got, you got a good, you know, everything is good coming out. What well, we put our heart and place our focus on will declare the priorities that we have. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, that individual is real good, but that person may have wrong priorities in his heart. They're not guarding our heart. Too many Christians have not guarded our heart. We're going to look at this in a moment here. Uh, maybe some of us need to uh, We're in summer, aren't we? No, we're almost in fall now. now we, can, we need Some of us need to do some spring cleaning again, I think. I recognized this when I was doing this. I need to do some more spring cleaning uh, or uh, continual maintenance. Sh- should be not just wait for spring cleaning, but continual maintenance. Okay, the second thing that uh, we need to do besides um, uh, ha- having a, a, a heart, uh, guarding our heart. The second thing is prioritizing. Prioritizing what goes into our heart. Prioriting, prioritizing what goes worship. Praise, prayer, confession, armor of God, gifts of the Spirit, Bible studies. These are all good principles that we should be involved with and interact with. But where, notice this, but where is the guarding of the heart in this list of priorities? I mean, go to any Christian that you know, what's, what's your priority? I bet you'll find my confession, uh, you know, my worship and my praise. But how many of us ever figured on guarding our heart? And it said that we, we just read earlier that it is, should be the number one priority is to guard our heart. It's above worship and praise. Are you seeing that or did you see it? Where's guarding a heart on this uh, priority list? Is it on the list? Is it ever considered? Hmm. Okay. Let's guard our hearts, okay what's our priorities okay let's find out the unbalanced emphasis on certain aspects of faith has contributed to a negative or neglecting the uh, guarding of the heart sometimes we are saying you know i would to say you you, you got to use your faith so forth, so forth you know um, but we have to be careful that we don't forfeit the treasure of our heart because of selfish goals. Because we use our faith for this, use your faith for that. Well, use your faith to guard your heart. Okay. Often, often we make false assumptions that will lead us into the enemy's stronghold. But how can you do that? Well, you know... Um, I'm gonna blow your mind on this one. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But if I'm not guarding my heart, that that scripture's not gonna hold a bucket of water if you're not guarding your heart. Wrong priorities invite disasters in our lives. Okay, okay, guarding is more than protection. Guarding is more than protection. It includes pursuing and providing guarding your heart is more about feeding your soul than avoiding sin well i gotta i gotta keep away from that i gotta keep away from that well if you're in the word and you're receiving all the time from the lord you're not gonna you don't have to avoid sin because sin is going to avoid you it's not it's not going to come after you if you're if you're full of the word It's when we get low, when we kind of drift, you know, after the greatest victory, if you look at, look in the word of God, after great victories of battle, the very next thing they lose, lose out because they're relying on the past and not on the future or on, on the Lord. Think about that. Guarding is more than protection. It includes pursuing and providing. Guarding your heart is more about feeding your soul than avoiding sin. When our heart is strong, we are able to resist the temptations that cause many saints to stumble. The book of Proverbs identifies things to avoid. How read... I won't ask that question. There's 31 proverbs uh, chapters in proverbs. You should be able to read a proverb a day. I mean, you know, it shouldn't throw that much of a uh, stumbling block. Or <laughs> we should learn something there. Okay. Again, when our hearts are strong, we are able to resist the tempt that many uh, saints uh, stumble into. The book of Proverbs identifies some of the things to avoid, but it also contains numerous instructions to pursue. To pursue wisdom, grace, and discipline so that we can avoid any errors in our life. If we're following what the book of Proverbs says, because it is the book of wisdom, We can remove a lot of errors that come our way. Because we are guarding our heart and we and we are letting the life, wells of life spring come up alive into us. Glory to God. Okay, third thing. We talked about trash. Minimize the trash in your life. We need to seek to keep our lives in purity. Guarding our heart, our heart includes seeking God, but we cannot ignore the instructions to mimini, mimini, mimini. Thank you. The trash from our lives. Okay, let's go back to Proverbs chapter four once, once again. In Proverbs chapter four, once again. Look at verse 24 and 25. Put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let thy eyes look right on. Let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Be established. Let your heart be guarded. Be established in that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And let's now turn also to the book of Hebrews the book of Hebrews chapter 12. We're going to get out here early tonight. Hebrews 12. Let's go to verse 1 and look at verse 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin with dust. So easily beset us, and let us run with, with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are to run the race that's set before us. So that means we need to remove things. We just saw some trash that was easily, to, uh, easily identified, moral corruption, perverse behavior, evil acts to har- harm others. Other trash is more difficult to discern and remove. You know, we can say, oh, look at that individual, look at Mr. Brown over there, he's a, he's a dirty thief. Mr. Brown is, uh, you know, a blasphemer. Those are easy to pick up. But what about Mrs. Kine White over there? You know, she doesn't do those things. She's a saint, but in her heart she's got, she's an evil gossip. Some things are blatant and other things are just kind of hidden. And they're in the heart. Some people don't want to forgive people. Don't let the sun go down in your anger. Nobody's ever did that, I guess, huh? Nobody's not here. Guess I'm the only one that's done that. Sun has gone down, and I get up in the morning, and, it, and it's just still seething in me. I got a problem, but I'm working on those things. Okay, yeah. so you know sometimes I get get ticked off and I hold it for a while. It's not right. You know I often think. Or the wife who says, "You better forgive." You know if the rapture comes, you're not going to go up. I says, "You know that that's terrible." <laughs> she kind of, she reminds me. And I said. Urgh. You know, sometimes I'm stubborn. Eh, it's not going to happen. One of these days that could happen, and guess what? I'm staying here. Don't laugh. Some of you are in the same predicament. You're not up here saying anything on yourself. But there's other things in our heart that we haven't guarded. I mean, there's certain things, you know, we've got to go through the weeds and pull, up, pull these things out. So there's another thing you can pray about. You know, pastor has sometimes hard thing about forgiving, <laughs> especially when the little kids get around the cars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, you can't take it with you. But it's got to look nice. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? There are things that we, you know we don't think is, are going to hold us back. Small things, well, we consider them small, but God thinks, you know, all sin, all sinners will go to hell. All liars will go to hell. How many's ever told a fib? Or stretched the stretched truth? You know, it may not be a fishing one, but it could be something else. But, officer, I was only doing thirty five. <laughs> oh, you ever have him pull you? <laughs> we were coming out of the, the uh, back behind, opposite oh, of Skyway. Yeah, There's a police. Motorcycle police. We were coming out. We just parked back there. I forgot how many. Of we had about three people in the car with us. We were just praying and looking at buildings around that area at, at the time. And so we got back in the car. You know, we looked at you know, looking the windows, and all that time. We come back out of the car, and I'm driving down the road, and all of a sudden, click, click. You know, you look. Up. What is? What? What did I do? I didn't didn't speed out of there. I didn't burn rubber. You know all this. He says, uh, "Do you have your seatbelt on?" Uh... <laughs> Not gonna say who said this. But say you yes. <laughs> Tell me, guy you just took it off. <laughs> I said, "I can't, I can't do that." And he says, D- "Just uh, put your seatbelt on because you know it is a fine." Very nice gentleman. <laughs> Quick. but yeah you know sometimes people want to help you out the wrong way <laughs> i don't know if that would have got them <laughs> got them in trouble with, with the lord or not but it would have got me in trouble if i would have said yeah <laughs> and oh well, well i don't know how i got on that with seatbelts okay Uh, Other trash is more difficult uh, to discern and remove. A lack of faith, unwillingness to forgive, uh, uh, materialism, pride, rejection of truth, and a false uh, belief system can stop the flow of the wellsprings of life. Which comes out of where? The heart. And we're supposed to guard our heart. And if those things are there, it's, like I said, you put, you're, you've got a treasure there, and you're allowing the enemy to dump his trash, his sewage, on you. And most of us don't like to go, you know, I don't like digging through the sewage or the dump. <laughs> you know, you, you see these, um, I don't know if you get letters from uh, different ministries saying, you know, this is, you know, please contribute I hate to say, you know, you got these little kids that are going through the garbage heaps and all that. Please contribute. I mean, everyone is, you know, it breaks your heart, you know, but I don't like going through the garbage and these kids shouldn't go through the garbage, you know. There's times that, you know, we'll send some money, but, you know, you know it's, it's a never ending, I hate to say this, a never ending plead for help. Um, and that's where, you have to believe that God is going to give you finances to cover his covenant, that these kids can be helped, these people. Right now, there is a, a plea right now for Christians to, um, those Christians in, uh, I forget, one of those Arab countries where the Christians are being, Rounded up, and you can buy them as slaves. Right? They're, they're asking that you send money that they'll buy these Christians out of slavery and send them off someplace where they'd be free. Because uh, a lot of people, they send the money to let these people go free. They get, you know, a couple miles out, and they get rounded back up again. So you know, uh, it's difficult. But like I said, going back to what uh, there are things there's. Things in our lives that just that are overpowering on us, uh, for our to guard our heart. Okay, uh, trash, whether it's big or small, stinks. Okay, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you either clean it up or or let God step in and expose the trash in your life. You know, if God's going, <laughs> he says, uh, "Okay, if I'm going to expose it, I'm going. I'm, everybody's going to know about it." You look at David. Everybody knew about David's adultery, his 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 killing of uh, Bathsheba's husband Uriah. I mean, everybody knew about it. You know, and he got mad because when Nathan came to him, said, "There's a." There's a, a shepherd that only has one sheep. And there's a, a nobleman that had hundreds of sheep. But when it came time for the sacrifice, he took the, the one individual sheep. And David said, well, get a hold of will We'll destroy his family. And then Nathan said, it's you. It was known. But David didn't know it because what? He didn't guard his heart. He let the trash get in. And oftentimes... We let trash get in, and we're not operating like we should. We're not operating like God wants us to, okay? So don't let God expose the trash. Let's get rid of the trash ourselves, okay? Item number four. We need to be energized by the truth. We need to be energized by the truth. Proverbs 4 and 20. Let's go back there. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ears unto my saying, let them not depart out of thy eyes, keep them in the midst of thy heart, for there are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. We need to be energized with the truth all the time. It says, What? Let them not, attend to my words and unto my saying, let them not depart from thy eyes, keep them in the midst of thy heart. We need to pay attention closely to what God's word. When God speaks, when 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 you get a revelation from God, you need to write it down. Um, Unfortunately, uh, oftentimes, uh, when you get a revelation from God, if you're reading reading in the Bible, you need to have a pencil and paper there and write it down. Because oftentimes, if you don't write it with me, if I don't write it down, I'll re- keep on reading, and then go back and I can't figure out where where it was, what the thought was, and I get all so mad at myself because, hey, this was a good thought, you know I could I could build on this, or the Lord is telling me what I need to do, but if I don't write it down, who comes immediately to steal the word? So put a pencil and paper or a pen and paper when you're reading, or uh, carry a little notebook, three-by-five card in your pocket. If you get something, write it down. Pull over and write it down. Because that is instruction. Okay? This will prompt the type of life that will keep us free. Keep the instructions close to your heart. The world, the world is opposed to the truth. The world is opposed to the truth. Tolerance has become the new avenue to which things are married, measured. Talk Well, you've got to be talked of that. Uh, you know it, as Christians, we need to be tolerant to everybody else. But you, being a Christian. It, Christian, you can't, can't be tolerant because they call you a bigot if you believe in what you believe in. You know, all, all the names they give us. Evil choices breed and lead to destruction. These, these things that, uh, that are coming across the laws of our land are evil. And they breed destruction, just like a few years back when Obama—I'm going to put that out there—when Obamacare came out, just what did they tell all the Congress people? What was the thing from the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi? Just pass it and read it later. Well, good. I like to go up to her and say, "Just sign your name on this check." Well, you can read it later. She won't she wouldn't do that, but she's expecting, she told the American public, just accept it, and you can find out about it later. Yeah, we found out. We're getting, never mind. Hello. We must appreciate the difference between fact and truth. It's not enough to just know the facts about faith. Facts provide information, Truth produces transformation. Facts provide information. Truth produces transformation. When you have a truth, it should transform us. We need to keep on going with it. So, keeping the truth in our heart advances the foundation of your faith. Glory to God. The more truth you have, the stronger your faith will be. Guarding our heart involves energizing your life with the transforming truths of God's love and His Word. We should never treat Scripture as a collection of facts. Wow, they did this, they did that. No, it's, it's, God's Word is a living, living thing. God's word is alive and sharper than a two-edged sword. Okay, Guarding guarding our heart is critical to experiencing all that God desires for our lives. One, when we recognize the treasure, that's the first thing we talked about, the treasure of the heart. Two, then we prioritize. Three, we minimize the trash, get rid of it. And fourth, we energize the truth. We need to be energized by the truth. This places us in a position to receive greater blessing and and provides a shield over our heart to guard our heart. Our hearts must be guarded and stayed aligned with God. Okay? Glory to God. By guarding your heart you stay locked up on God's will and the wellsprings of life. And uh, I have here a final warning. God is not mocked. What we sow will become a harvest in our lives. What we put on our heart, it's going to come out. And if I put something wrong in my heart, I'm hoping the ground is so hard it's gonna, that thing's going to die, but uh, unfortunately our hearts are pliable. And we don't want trash coming in, okay? Glory to God. Again, we need to recognize the treasure, prioritize our task, minimize the trash, and be energized by the truth. Amen. I told you we get out early. Amen. Glory to God. Anybody need prayer this evening? Okay. Glory to God.